0: Welcome back to Talk the Talk. This is like our second it's our second race review, but it is our fourth episode. So if you've listened to us before, you kind of know what to expect. Um, however, one thing you might not be expecting is we have got Corin with us today, and it's her first episode with us, which is very exciting. So I'm going to put Corin on the spot, just like I did with everyone the first time around. Corin, why do you like Formula One?
1: Um, So... My dad used to watch it all the time when I was younger and it was like in the Michael Schumacher era. So I've always sort of like had it around and stuff. Then like a couple of years ago, I just sort of got like really into it again. And I'm not going to lie and say Drive to Survive didn't play a part in that because it probably did. Um, I'm a sucker for drama and the sport is full of it. It's exciting, you know, all of that. So yeah, I just love it. I love the excitement of it, the drama and all of that.
0: Yeah, and it is one of those sports that just has so many different facets to it. Like, like I don't know, Eden's going to judge me for saying this, but like football, for example, I just can't get that bug for it in the same way that I did with Formula One. Um, so, yeah, completely. Just a quick disclaimer that Katie... <laughs> Eden is also here. I'm here as well. Hi, as Corin. Katie's, having <laughs> <your> some, <laughs> Katie's having some serious tech problems. So it's not only is it going to be brilliant for me to edit later, but it also means that you might see her drop in and out of the live stream. But she is here. Um, there is all four of us this time around. Um, but before we move on, Corin, we have some very exciting news. Well, you have some very exciting news. And I would love it if you could tell everyone about it because it is the reason that people are even bothering to watch us live. So go for it.
1: Yeah, so shout out to uh, all the girls. So I, gosh, about three months ago, um, I, I made like a tiny post on Facebook and it was like, oh, are there any girls out there who like Formula One? Like, you know, it'd be nice to have like a few girls to talk to about it. Um, and then before you know it, like this group that we'd set up has like blown up into like this whole community of fans across the world. You know, one of the girls from New Zealand. So I'll talk to her in the morning, seven o'clock in the morning. Here. it's like seven o'clock at night over there um so we you know we've set up this community of girls and today we hit over 3, 300 300 3, <laughs> <Optimistic, Karen. Wow>. <laughs> <laughs> so today we hit 300 members which i think is amazing considering i was expecting a group chat of like 10 people you know and we've got 300 members um you know, we've got little subgroups per location. So I'm in the, the London girls. Southeast one, um, down in the Southeast. Um, and, you know, we meet up on Sundays. Yesterday, um, we went and we had Mexican food before the Mexican race because. Why wouldn't you do that? Um, And we actually had 13 girls turn up yesterday as well. So it's amazing. I'm so happy and I'm not going to cry almost, but I'm not going to.
2: She is going to cry. It's a lie. She's going to cry.
1: (laughs) (laughs) But I think I can
0: speak for not just me, Eden and Katie, but I think I can speak for the entire group that we are so, so grateful for everything that you do for the group because it is chaos. (laughs) <laughs> and I wouldn't be able to do it. I struggle just doing this. So we are very, very grateful. And if it wasn't for you, then this podcast wouldn't exist. I wouldn't have found these people. So very, very grateful. Don't cry. Because nice I can't story. be asked to edit that out. So let's get into it now. We, You know, let's go. it's going to be difficult to pad out <laughs> almost an hour with the Mexico Grand Prix. I'm sure we can talk. We can all talk for England. But oh, my God, it was dull.
2: Ironically, well, Halloween season. and it was dead.
0: Yeah, it was so, it was, I, I could have turned off, but I couldn't, yeah. because then I wouldn't have known what to talk about, and if I did, something, like, really dramatic would have happened, and I would have missed it, because it's just my
2: luck. Because the last three races, were like, the most dramatic races, like, Singapore, and Japan, and Austin, and, to, like, that one was just like, oh, okay. Yeah, it Go was like,
0: fast. <laughs> yeah, they, they were going around fast, but there just wasn't really much
2: else going on. And I think as um, well, because a lot of the commentators were like, oh, yeah, there's loads of, like, overtaking points and all this. And it was like, nothing happened, <laughs> pretty much. I, I'm really sorry if
0: my microphone picks that up, guys. That is my dog, Coffin. Um, oh, hi, Michael. Michael says, well, he doesn't He doesn't say hi. He says, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Good. I was worried that my mic picked up. up, Michael. It's all right. We're <laughs> all girls here. <laughs>
0: He's just proper hacking his guts up. So, sorry about that, guys. Um, no, but, yeah. So, we were expecting, like because on my shameless plug five minute mechanics episode I was like it's gonna be so good the grid's gonna be super mixed up and then it just didn't necessarily deliver in the way that I think we were all expecting it to
2: it didn't pass the vibe check
0: it (laughs) didn't it did not but someone did someone did but actually no I'm gonna I'm gonna fit in my little bit of slander first will I am that man would be at the opening of an envelope right (laughs) (laughs) Why is it every <laughs> bloody race? Oh my god, give it give it a rest. Um, but yeah, no, let's get into the reason why I think we all, all four of us needed to be here for this episode, because our favourite man put in the best drive, well not the best drive of the season, his best drive of the season, um, and he was crowned appropriately for that, and he got drive of the As he should. As he should. We're just going to completely scoot over the penalty. The, I don't know what you're talking about didn't happen yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> he was our king and I'm glad that we kind of saw it as well like our coverage a lot of the time throughout the rest of the year just hasn't kind of focused on that midfield battle but to see him doing what he does best and
2: just like proper prime like, Daniel Ricard,o like after last week we had like the pure like post-Austin depression we were all like oh that was really
1: sad I for me it, a little... it was um when he was coming up behind joe and he did his finger guns he was like i'm coming to get is you that the gun fingers <laughs> he did it to both alpines as well that is ballsy <laughs> we love he ballsy
2: was like, king. but that's prime danny rick well i thought when he got pitted on softs when Landor was on hards and then that happened I was like oh no I was thinking he was going to be a two-stopper I was like oh no this is not looking good and then he did that I was like oh don't do this to us
0: (laughs) for once the McLarens made the right cup the McLarens as if there's more McLaren team (laughs) out of the two McLarens they actually did the decent strategy with Danny Rick and it paid off and it just goes to show what he is capable of when he is put on that winning strategy, well, not winning strategy, because he didn't win. Although, best of the midfield at this point in the season, I think, is a, is a win, because there, there was no way he was even... The Ferraris couldn't even get close to the top yeah, four.
2: He got up to the Ferraris, which is pretty decent Seeing as all well. like, after some of like, the races, how he's had, like, no pace this season, like, that's really good.
0: But yeah, no, the Yuki, the Yuki incident,
2: um, incident,
0: I watched it, and I was like, oh, God, what's he done? And then I saw the onboards from both cars, and I was like, actually... Was that really a 10-second time penalty? I think Yuki closed the door quite late. And now I'm not saying that
1: Danny Rick necessarily was completely flameless, but Yuki closed that door late, right? It was both. It was both. I think they were both to blame. And I'm saying that as someone who sat here wearing Rick Free rodeo merch. But um, I think Yuki left it too late. Danny didn't slow down in time. Yuki should have given him more room knowing he was coming up behind him, but Danny should have slowed down anticipating that Yuki wasn't going to give him room.
0: I think to me, that was a racing incident, but I can understand penalising Danny a little bit. Like he was obviously going much faster. He probably could have waited until the twisty bit after that section of the track to do the overtake and it wouldn't have cost him too much in the way of time. But if they're going to penalise him, I think 10 seconds, considering that's like the second harshest penalty you can give was very very harsh and i think we saw it again in this race with pierre um and his incident with lance and pierre got what was it five seconds yeah his was the five? five yeah and two penalty points and i just think that that's meant he locked up
2: yeah you know, I saw, there wasn't too much he could have done i saw after the race that danny also got two points as well he just doesn't, doesn't care though does he He's just like yeah <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna be on <laughs> his next shirt all right i'm not bothered <laughs>
0: Is there anything else Danny Rick-wise that we need to talk about? I don't think there is. I think we just all think that he could do no wrong um, and it was
2: great to see him up there and I, I, I imagine that's the general consensus with us this week. Am, I, I, am feel, I wrong? I feel like we'd seen the the Danny Rick of old but also I don't think it was old. It was sort of what he's still capable of. It shows you that he's still not, yeah. he's, not he's not. washed. And I'm, no. I <laughs> I am biased because I love the man but I don't think he's washed. In straight out of
0: ed's notebook ed's notebook
2: <laughs> here i am daniel is not washed I'm <laughs> saying saying it. He said. you heard
0: it here first um so yeah daniel rick driver of the day made us all incredibly the driver happy. of our hearts <laughs> so i think next up is gonna have to be we're gonna have to get it out of the way because we're all ferrari fans i think we're gonna have to speak about that ferrari pace unfortunately what piss where, where, where it at though it was not terrible. a weekend for Absolutely them at all, was
2: terrible. it? Absolutely
0: terrible. And it wasn't even like they were necessarily like stuck behind some guys in the midfield or anything. They were just in a race of their own.
2: They were just like and, vibing. Like, duh, duh,
0: duh. And it was unbelievable how much time signs lost like in the first few laps. that That gap was already developing. Whereas Lewis managed to stay behind Max like within that 1.5 second range for like, what, 20 laps?
2: And Carlos couldn't even keep up with the front four. I think just you know. their entire weekend was just a complete write off. As soon as you saw that tweet when it was like, Oh yeah, we just want both cars to finish. It was like That would be a win minimum. For us.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yay, bare minimum. Um, but to be fair, to be fair to Ferrari, we did think that this would happen. They even said like just before the race they were having to run their cooling systems like at a higher angle to encourage more air into the car, which meant that aerodynamically the car was shite. So we could we saw it happening. It was just disappointing to actually it was see just it in practice.
2: Depressing to watch. Yeah, and <laughs> I think, um, and
0: so I think it will have like a little race between
1: the two. The um, they the Ferrari cars aren't very good in warmer climates, and that's a fact. Like we've seen, Carlos's car catch on fire, and I think it was for them. It was like you know, slow down the car but still get a few points, or risk not slowing the car but risk having a, like a DNF what was it 6th and 7th I think it was better that was it 6th and 7th
2: no 5th and 6th because
1: yeah oh
2: yeah
0: and it was better to get that than have the car blow up and I've seen a lot of discourse on Twitter today about um I don't know if you guys saw it about the clip where after both quali and the race Carlos had problems getting out of the car so yeah I saw a little
2: like on the front yeah the
0: hands device now I saw a lot of people going oh it's another Ferrari fuck up like if this happened like at Austria when the car blew up signs would have been in big shit and it's like Mm -hmm. yeah but I also believe that you can in an emergency get out with the hands device on like I feel like I've seen drivers that have needed to get out of the car quickly have done it with the hands device sort of like on them and so I don't know if maybe they could have done that, but didn't want to cause any damage to the car. I don't know. It just felt like another opportunity for everyone to just
2: slander Ferrari on Twitter. <laughs> I just but... feel like this the whole weekend since like Charles crashed and was it FP two on Friday when he just spun into the wall. Was it yeah, FP2? I think it was. yeah, yeah, yeah. I think it was. I just felt I felt like oh, it's gonna be one of those weekends. <laughs>
0: yeah, but that's the thing. Like with Charles is that he is making those mistakes still, and I know we said this in the last episode, but. And that's really what set him apart from. Well, during, certainly during the first part of the season, that's what set him apart from Max. Was that he mm-hmm. had those that tendency to still make those errors here and there. But then the Ferraris kind of fallen off a little bit towards the end of the season, anyway. And the Rebels been so dominant, so probably also, wouldn't have made much difference. But. Also,
2: it was um, Charles Leclerc's hundredth Grand Prix start this weekend, which is and mad. He's, and he's got eighteen poles in those a hundred starts, and like what, like four wins? Five, five. five. <laughs> that pull to win
0: conversion rate is just disgraceful isn't it
2: (laughs) bless him
0: the real mr saturday but they kind of tied into where we were going with the whole ferrari thing merc fumbled the bag
2: was not good was it
0: and they don't often fumble the bag so i was very disappointed to see that and i don't know about you guys what you thought strategy wise about 10 minutes into the race i was like the only exciting part of this race is going to be uh, strategy. There's, we're not going to see much on track action. The gaps that had built up at that point were already far too high. So I thought I started tuning into like that way of thinking, and I was looking at how many pit, like who was going long on the tires or whatever, and I could not believe that when the opportunity arose, that they didn't split strategy between the two mercs.
2: I just thought, like, I, I am I am no tyre expert, but I watched the start and they were like, oh, you're probably best off doing the mediums and softs this race and not going on the hards. So then Mercedes are like, YOLO, we'll go on the hards. <laughs> yeah, pretty much like, like what just, was it, the 20th lap or something? Just girly things going on the hards, even though we've been told not to. But, you know, <laughs> fine. And
0: it, it's it's a... A mistake that they can't really afford to make at this point in the
2: championship. Like Red Bull can,
0: but Mercedes are still in with a shot at winning the second, winning the second place. As if that makes sense? Getting at, oh, at, that me. second place yeah. on Ferrari, which would be incredible considering mm-hmm. the start to the season that they had and how good Ferrari were at the start. It would really show up Ferrari for all of their strategy decisions. But it just seems like that's just kind of rubbing off on on Merck now, and they're making similar poor choices. So I don't
2: know, it was a strange one to see, to see Merck fumble it like that. <laughs> I felt like it was awkward because like, George and Lewis kept like saying, like, oh, the tyres are really not working at all. And then they were like, keep going on them. And yeah, then they so put, we, we saw then they a put, drop off on the medium, so just but, carry on. But then, but then they put George on soft on the last lap to get the fastest lap. And I was like, why could you not just put him on softs earlier? Like, just because you're getting the fastest lap, but like, you were saying the tyres aren't working. Could they not have put him on softs earlier and sacrificed the, like, the last lap? I don't know.
0: Maybe. Maybe they I don't know, maybe there's some No, no,
2: none of us are.
0: That's the thing. We just talk absolute <laughs> shite every Monday and just uh, with confidence, so it sounds like we know what we're talking about, but we don't. We don't. We find it on podcast. Yeah, we're just like, why can't they put the softs on at lap forty seven? Like, what? <laughs> probably because the tires would have fallen off, but yeah. <laughs> Literally fallen off. <laughs> so, you know, give it a go, see what happens. But yeah, no, and and, and was Keen to go long on the mediums. Russell, um, I love how we should call him Russell now. <laughs> it just flows off the tongue. Like, it just—it's great, gross. It
1: should, yeah,
0: Russ. it just suits him more than George Russell. Why? Why should he be George William to Russell? Names—is that it's his the middle name? name.
2: Will, of course, it is. George, so that, that's going to be him George
0: now. William, Russell. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
2: William, jo- William, Russell George. William Russell, George, William Russell, George. His alter ego. <laughs> Like Beyond such a finger as he's William Russell George.
0: <laughs> no, his alter ego is an absolute maniac. Did you hit like the um the interview that he gave after the race? Because <laughs> yeah. when he pushed Lewis up Wait, I think he pushed Lewis off a little bit. Or was did, did Lewis push him off? I can't remember. Either way, the Mercs, the girls were fighting, right? Turn one, <laughs> two, three. The girls Humboldt. were fighting. And then he goes in the interview after the race, he's like, Yeah, if that hadn't been Lewis, I would have rammed him off. And I'm like, you can't you can't say that.
1: This isn't yeah. how it works, <laughs> Russell. Every, every time, like, I start to think, do you know what? He's doing quite well. He comes out with something like that. And I think, nah, like, you're, you're getting a bit big for your boots. Like, get your first race win under your belt. Maybe you can start talking like that. But when he's not even won a race, like, come on. Like, he's he's in a team with, like, a seven-time world champion and he's talking about pushing him off the track. Like, no, I think he needs to calm down a bit. You, can't, yeah. just say, you yes. can't
2: just say with your whole Fox, chest, like, George, oh, Fox. I'm going to think someone <laughs> off the track. It's like YOLO. But there's like there's like there's a, a clip of him like walking at the driver's parade as well, and I think he says something similar to, I think, been it Lando or Max, and they look at him like, what the hell?
0: <laughs> it's, it's definitely, I know people have said that he's arrogant for a long time, and I wouldn't necessarily say arrogant. I think he's got a lot to be confident about and a lot to be yeah, proud of. Definitely. He is a very good driver, but when the spotlight's already on you because of the amount of incidents you've had where you've caused people side pod damage this season. For you to then basically be saying, yeah, and I'll do it again on yeah. a live interview. I
2: that's... wonder if he's sort of tried to, you know when people like get insulted but then sort of try and own the insult. I wonder if he's tried to do that and then it's just sort of failed. But
0: then you'd think he'd like laugh after it. Like, I would have tried to <laughs> brand it like... off the
2: track. But he was like... He was like...
0: Like I, I I was going to ram him off the track and we were all like, okay, what's George, a, wow. what's George, do you mind? Like that's a lot. And, and and if he had, that could have been the end of Brit's 80s. I think they could have fallen out because that was their best chance probably all season of getting that race win, apart from potentially like Lewis and Sandford,
2: potentially. I was all rooting for Checo this weekend, obviously, but I was thinking, oh, could could Mercedes do it? And then they didn't. <laughs> They did not. And I think
0: they definitely could have fought with Max had they made the right call on the tyres, but
2: Max was pacey. I think as soon as the start when Max just went, it was like, yeah, Max is going to win this.
0: Yeah, because he no, pulled out away. of DRS range before DRS was even enabled.
2: Yeah, he was out straight away. I was like, oh, yeah, Checo's oh, going to win.
0: God, here we go. But I'm quite glad that Checo didn't because Max went easy on him or whatever. I think throughout the season, obviously, one in, what was it, Monaco and Singapore. So, yeah, still got on the podium and he still made his dad incredibly happy. Oh, you I think, sweet. to be fair, after
1: the start that Max had, there was no way that anyone else was going to win that race. No, definitely no. not.
0: No, it, and, and the Red Bull, we know, is a rocket ship. Mercedes could have been up there, but too many factors really went against him. Um, and it does mean, in, which is a kind of a good thing, Max has beaten the most race wins in a season record which okay we need to preface that by saying that there are a lot more races in the season this time around than there were when Schumacher was you know in his dominant era
2: but still. Did you see what Mick said? I don't I haven't seen the official sort of interview but I've seen like someone tweet about it where it's sort of like oh Max is- beating your dad's record, he was like, "Well, yeah, but my dad had less races than that, so it does not really matter?" I was like, "Oh, okay, mate." Mick. Mick was not having it. it the Schumacher jeans activated,
0: and he was <laughs> yeah. like, "Yeah, but really, it doesn't count, does it?"
2: And I was like,
1: "Count, does it?" Like, <laughs> it's oh, it's like make. if you worked it out, like percentage-wise, like that's that's what matters. It's the percentage, isn't it? Really, the
0: yeah.
1: Important,
2: yeah. And I don't, I can't do the exact maths. No, no, not math. now. Not instant well, maths. So I'm not. I'm not a gonna quick
1: maths. Say-
2: there like about max winning like because i think was it the previous race that him and alonso run the exact same race wins so now he's got more race wins than alonso but like how long has alonso been driving for like what 20 years pre- pre- except like, yeah. a little gap he had. Yeah, so yeah it shows you how much like max is so dominant he's only 25 like it's just crazy isn't it he's younger than me he's he'd be a year above me at school so
0: he's not that much older than me and then you think about people that were in, like, the year above you at school, or like, like me, like, two years below me, and you're like, really? Like, yeah. you imagine them, like, having a, a job or, a job you know, being <laughs> that good at something that they're, like, number one in the world, and you're like, personally, I couldn't see it, but there we go. There's probably, like, that people like that at
2: Max's school. Yeah, but they're like, oh, he was in my maths class, he was dead quiet, and then he's a two-down world champion. Yeah, like, must be so, so surreal.
0: Um... But yeah, I think that's pretty much covered, well, that was that was our little Merc bit. We were just speaking about Mercedes and we just got onto Max, but it's hard to not talk about Max this season, if I'm being completely honest. Um, we were, obviously, before the podcast, we shared little notes, things that we wanted to talk about, and I've just got this written down here. Albon lapped his own
1: teammate in equal machinery. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was Close. like... At one, Latifi had been lapped by the whole grid. I mean, there was one point he was like one minute 45 seconds behind, oh and I am just we were sat there, and I said, He's been lapped by the entire grid. Like, you just give up. Like, you just at, yeah, at what up? point do you think to yourself, This is not for me? <laughs> <laughs> like, honestly. Do you, um, wow. do you think he's Do you think he is even trying anymore? Do you think he's just like, do you know what? I'm going to be last anyway. Let's just go let's just go on a chill mm. drive. He's he's just like, you know, joyriding around the track. He's he's not he's not competitive racing. He's just going for a drive. And that's the thing, but if
0: Albon had been down there with him, you would have been like, oh, maybe he is trying. But for him, I I could be completely wrong on this. He might have, I don't know, Williams might have like completely fucked up his pit stop, something like that might have happened. He might have had a, a puncture, a damage, I don't know. But on the surface of it, it's not looking great for Nicholas Latifi. It's not. It really not. isn't. And but I like, think
2: he should be trying, shouldn't he? Really. But I was going to say maybe he is trying. Seeing as though he got like was it ninth in Japan, he got he got like actual points. Yeah. And then he's just sort of fallen off again.
0: Yeah. This is this, yeah. This is very true. The rise and think, fall
2: of Nicholas Latifi. And he but he does have moments. I was going to say he has moments of excellence. I suppose that's not
0: strictly <laughs> true. He has moments of adequateness, if that is a word. <laughs> Where you go? Oh, actually, yeah, no, maybe he does kind of deserve this seat. But then you're like, then mm. you're like, oh. then he gets lapped by his own teammate, and you're like, oh, actually, maybe not. Not just
1: lapped by um, his teammate, like, lapped by the entire grid. <laughs> Probably double lapped at some point. Lapped by the like, car. Yeah,
0: because you say in that when you saw he was like a minute and forty five, I bet that was interval time rather than discaps a leader. Yeah, like... no, it was inter- it was interval time. <laughs> He, he He's probably
1: double-lapped.
0: Now, I'm just, I am just i just need to clarify, I love Nicholas Latifi. He
2: seems so sweet.
0: I do, and I just feel like we've just been really nasty about him, but I oh. actually really like Nicky. Oh, we do. A not the two <laughs> we not nasty about as a person.
1: We just don't rate his, his driving.
0: Yeah, he's still better than us. Like, don't get me wrong, none of us are saying that we could go... In, if I went into a Formula 1 car, my neck would snap at the first <laughs> gear change. So, you know... Yeah, I'm not saying that they'll put me in the Williams, but I think just from a just from an objective point of view, I think it is
2: time for Nikki to go. It'd be interesting to see if he ends up in a different series. Like, isn't the sort of talk of him going to NASCAR, or IndyCar. Be- IndyCar, IndyCar, which certainly would cars. be interesting.
0: <laughs> I think, I think if he was to go into IndyCar and perform just as bad, then, then you sack it off. But then if he goes into IndyCar and performs incredibly, it's going to raise some questions about the standard of the drivers in IndyCar and the, <laughs> the difference of the, their standards to Formula 1, though, because it would be a good way of comparing. If he goes in and has a dominant season and wins the IndyCar title...
2: He must have done something right in previous series to get in F1, but it just hasn't worked out for him in F1. No. No. So cool that is our... Oh. Sorry,
0: Latifi, if you're listening, he's not listening. But oh, he's, gonna say he's, it a anyway. big, he's a
2: big fan of the podcast. I know <laughs> he He's in every
0: Monday. Of course he does. What <laughs> <little> tail <laughs> come down here. Latifi discovers
2: the podcast.
0: <laughs> oh, I'd be mortified. Oh, God, you made me anxious now.
2: Imagine, like, <laughs> and Latifi now and follows you and be like, oh,
0: God, <laughs> we got sued. We'll have to get him on to beat the allegations. Well,
1: he <laughs> could. He might be free but, next year. And so, so, so. um, Latifi. If you're listening, can you come on here and tell us we're all wrong, please? <laughs> also, I can only afford
0: Natoka at the moment, so if you've got some Nutella going, I would have to take it. Natoka just doesn't
2: slap the same. Like <laughs> just, I could provide some hazelnut spread from a discount supermarket. <laughs>
0: I need I need some Nutella and some Lavazza coffee. If you are
2: if you're if you're listening, or if Nikki. You're Lovatsa
0: as well. Boogie. Williams is Lavazza, isn't it?
2: Oh, yeah, of course. So I'm sure it can nice. sort out.
0: Right. Next up on my little list. On Alonso. Sarah's notebook, Sarah. oh. <laughs> Which I've just kind of ripped off from Ed's notebook. <laughs> 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 Who you've ripped off from Ted's from notebook. Ted. Um, I've got Alonso. Five DNFs this season. And I'm fairly sure all of them were mechanical.
2: I, I can't think. think of any times that he's crashed. They've all pretty much been mechanical. Because he, Lance tried... Sorry oh, Lance slide no. again
0: can't do it there. <laughs> Lance had the incident with him um I, there was there was an inc- there was an incident there was an
2: incident there was an incident
0: and he carried on so you know it seems like really the car is what's let him down this season but just before we started recording this i saw this um interview that he gave and he'd said i've, I've written the exact quote down somewhere it only happens to car 14 <laughs> when they quizzed him on his reliability now i don't know about you guys but to me that sounds like he's insinuating that there's some i don't know sabotage going on in the alpine garage <laughs> it's a very fernando thing to say isn't it i was it's, just
2: gonna say it's very fernando it's on brand after this weekend it's very on brand for him he just loves them all doesn't he he does yeah absolutely yeah. that's like and that's fine that's no slander that's just truth Picking up where we
0: left off then, we were slandering Fernando, which is pretty standard for us, apparently. Uh, <laughs> the Fernando and Lewis beef. What's going on? What on earth is going on? In the house why of comments. Is, the, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> why, why is peak Lewis on to, like Twitter on 2013 back?
2: It's 15 years ago. Come on, guys. You're grown men. You've got at some point to let it go. Let it go. Um, And I've listened because Fernando tried to
0: play it off as if he didn't mean it that way. And he was like, he went on Twitter and he was like, oh, we all need to stop being, you know, social media is so toxic, blah, blah, blah. But when you read it, he did actually say that Max's titles are worth more.
2: I was going to say, what what was the original beef? Because it sort of bypassed me.
0: So... Alonso was saying that Max's titles were more deserved because he didn't have to fight. It wasn't just his teammate that he was fighting. Right. Okay. So obviously Lewis took that personally. personally. And he posted... Well, there was discourse on Twitter between these two events and everyone was going, no, well, that's not true. And then people, some people were going, no, that is true. But then Lewis posted the tweet, which was obviously... When Fernando came well lost out to Lewis in Lewis's rookie season in equal machinery. And it was basically a thumbs up saying, But you you were the teammate. You were a two time world champion and you this were the you. teammate. And I still beat you. Um and I think I think Lewis needed to say that because we don't tolerate Lewis Slander. No. I
2: mean We do not. He's obviously done something right if he's won seven world titles. Like you can't exactly. just say, oh, this twenty-five year old's two is more worth than all your seven. Doesn't matter no. who you've been doesn't matter who you've been racing against, you've still won seven titles. Exactly.
0: And uh, <sighs> he's fought Vettel for titles. Yeah. And it's not necessarily his fault that well, what was it? 2017, 2018, perhaps, that Vettel was let down by a Ferrari strategy and Ferrari reliability. That's not on Lewis's fault. He no, did not what at he all. had to do with the car on the day and he won the championship. So
2: you know, do you think Fernando still sees it as he could? Oh, Corrin's gone. Oh, no. Corrin has dropped off. And then there were two. <laughs> We've eliminated them all. D&F. Oh gosh! Double DNF. D-N-F. D-N-F. Like so the one in... Like in the race yesterday. Double DNF. Segue. Do you think sort of Fernando is still holding on to that he could have got that world championship in two thousand and seven in Lewis' rookie season? Who got it that year? Was it Kimi? Kimi. Yeah. At one point. Yeah, so do you still think that he's sort of thinking he could have got a third there, or do you think? Well, sort I think
0: of... the closest Fernando came to
2: extending his
0: extending his wins to add into his championship wins was his time with Ferrari, rather mm. than his time at McLaren. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it came down to like what the last race in twenty ten. Well, was it the last race in twenty ten, and then he was in with um, a chance of oh, yeah. the title in twenty twelve as well so for him to still be holding that bitterness to to lewis and not to seb who he lost the championship yeah, to, definitely do you know what? okay yeah fair not equal machinery but i think that just goes to show why fernando is so mad at lewis and it's because he did it in his rookie season in equal machinery
2: who do you think is going to retire first out of them two lewis or, lewis or they the sort of waiting for each other to <laughs> see who retires first <laughs> I reckon Fernando
0: will go first. If we're just working off the age factor, I think yeah. he will. Lewis seems very confident that he's got like five years ahead of him.
2: Yeah, he still got the fire, hasn't he? And he's in obviously one of the best, like one of the, at, at one of the best teams, and yeah, not one of the best cars on the grid as well. If they get the development next week, next, next yeah, week, next season.
0: <laughs> <laughs> and I don't think he would necessarily struggle for a seat ever. I don't think his form is no. going to drop off that much. Um. So yeah, that's my opinion. Anyway, what Corin? Fernando, who's going first, Fernando or Lewis? Lewis. Oh. Okay. Reasons.
1: I think he's going to get a little bit fed up that he can't beat Max. Okay. He said he's sticking around. He wants he, he wants his eighth championship, but I think it's going to get to a point where he realizes that that's not achievable anymore, and. Is there... Does he still love driving like he used to? Like, I don't know. Um, obviously, I think he still enjoys it, but does he love it like he used to? And I think um, Max has obviously won this year. It'll be interesting to see what happens next year. If Max dominates again next year, I think it'll be nearing the end of Lewis. Mm, yeah. Alonso, uh, yeah. He'll be racing until someone doesn't have a seat for him anymore. <laughs> Alonso will be there until no one wants to sign in. Turn up to the grid on his Zimmer frame. <laughs> literally hoisted into the car (laughs) yeah I think Lewis will get to the point where he realizes that his eighth championship is going to be unachievable whilst he's racing with all this young talent and he's gonna step aside to give and I think you know with what's going on with George where like it it seems to me like there is a bit of a rivalry in that team like I feel like they don't necessarily work as a really good team because George is getting to the point where he's in Mercedes now George is going to want to be number 1 and I feel like Lewis will start to understand that he's going to have to like step down at some point he's not going to get his eighth if he does next year great awesome but it's going to get to a point where if he realizes I'm not going to get my eighth I'm going to step aside and let some of the you know the young talent have their chance and in my opinion I think that's going to come sooner than later
2: I wonder if he, he could have technically, if obviously last year it worked out differently and he'd won his eighth, I wonder if he'd retire, he would would have retired after then. I don't know.
0: Uh, no, I think the bug would have just
2: bitten him. Yeah, again. Like, see, see if I can do another one. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah I don't, especially I, I, as they didn't the, know. It's the bug, isn't it? Yeah, they didn't know that the W13 was going to be so rubbish at the end yeah. of last year. So he would have gone into this year just thinking, I'm just going to be fighting Max again. Mm hmm. So then actually that might, that could have even been more disappointing.
1: I don't know. It's
0: hard. It's It's hard to say.
1: He did an interview. I think it was with Naomi Schiff as well. And he was basically saying that obviously he went on that trip of a lifetime during summer break this year. And he's come back with a completely different attitude towards driving. He said he doesn't feel aggressive and stuff like that. So it's almost like, is that hunger for that win slipping? And is this starting to wind himself down you know he's had this experience has he realized now like you know if he's not going to get it he's going to have to move move aside at some point you, you know he can't race forever I mean I'm sure Mercedes would probably have him but the, realistically he can't mm. I think
0: he's certainly more at peace with what happened at the end of last year now yeah um and Definitely. I think maybe at the start of this season he wasn't um, because he's driving, oh no, his driving's been pretty consistent. But his attitude, like in interviews and uh, over the radio, I think has changed a lot towards the end of this year. He's definitely, I think, calmer and happier in interviews. But again, that correlates with the Mercedes getting the upgrades that it needs and improving on the track as well. So I don't know. I think I think he's definitely got a few more years in him. But like Corin said, it's going to depend on 2023 massively mm-hmm. to see if Red Bull is dominant.
2: I was Isn't just it time
0: going to do something
2: else. Yeah, I was just going to say, like about like Alonzo and Lewis, that like it'll be interesting to see how they both get on. The fact that Mercedes said they've got all these developments for next year, and obviously they're thinking it's going to be an absolute rocket ship. But then Fernando's moving to a new team, where he's going to be fighting for that first that first driver thing with Lance, and then it's going to be is the Aston Martin going to be up to it, or is it going to be like a tractor? And I think yeah, if it's, if it's a tractor, he's going to be like oh, so yeah. And I think it will be. But then he's also signed a multi year deal. So he obviously yeah. has some faith in them. I think no, I think he wanted he
0: wanted that multi year deal, didn't he? And Alpine didn't want to give him that. So I yeah, think he went so to he Aston. But I think it's another poor career move from Fernando, if I'm being completely honest. I think he'll be the number one driver, definitely, because arguably Seb's been the number one driver at Aston yeah. Martin. I don't think that okay, his Daddy's cash status does secure him that seat, but I don't, it doesn't secure him necessarily, like, team order as, preference as, or yeah. anything. But I think Seb is very... He's a very good teacher, and he guides his second drivers a lot, whereas I think Fernando has perhaps a different different method, mindset. rather. Or, yeah, a different mindset yeah. when it comes to, this, to, to the younger drivers. It's just whether that would be chaos. Lance who has that ability sometimes to be a little bit a little bit reckless a little bit ooh, ooh. elbows out whether that's going to go down well with Fernando in an in equal machinery when they're going to be coming across each other on track a lot um so it's definitely something to look out for in 2023 I don't know that's one of the most things I'm most excited for is the little
2: Lance Nando drama I think after, we last, will see. after last week I think it's sort of like heated up the drama a little bit as well Yes.
0: Oh yeah. The minute that happened, our
2: first fours were all
0: draft oh, five. God. They've got a to drive together next year. Yeah. Oh no. Ted. Ted.
1: Ted. Ted Ted. Ted who, Ted who has most definitely got a disciplinary at Sky this week. <laughs> and you'd know all about disciplinaries, wouldn't you?
0: <laughs> 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 yeah, he's yeah. He's definitely, HR have had a word, I imagine, because that, he was running his mouth a little bit, and he's run his mouth all season. He clearly has his own opinions on what happened in Abu Dhabi, and he's made points that are, that are right. Like, there was a comment that he that he made, and he was like, it seems like Max can't win a championship without drama, and I was like, that's not necessarily a dig at Max, it's just a no, fact. Think- that he hasn't won a championship, like...
2: Straightforward.
0: Yeah, and that's shit for Max. I feel sorry for Max in that sense because he didn't overspend. He no, wasn't not his in race control making
2: the decisions at Abu Dhabi. It's nothing to do with him. No, he literally just drives the car, and then it's sort of all like he's getting loads of hate for it, but he's literally just driving the car around fast, and it's like, yeah, what? What? Else? He doesn't do the finances, does he?
0: No, <laughs> no, I don't think. I don't, don't know think he's a little calculator,
2: like. <laughs>
0: <laughs> But and this is why I normally side with Ted. I do. We love we Ted. Love t-
2: he's a national treasure. But he's wrong. He was wrong. I think, especially after the sort of repercussions of what Ted said, means that Sky have pretty much lost Red Bull indefinitely. It's like, was it worth it? The fact that like Max won't speak to them, then Checo won't speak to them, and then. Christian Horner won't speak to them. Which isn't a bad thing. Oh,
0: we're just going to interject. It means we yeah. don't have to hear... And then we're going to Christian Horner, who's on the pit wall this weekend. Thank we're God like... I don't have to hear Ugh. that. I
1: mean...
2: More <laughs> to Steiner content, please. <laughs> yes! <of> every... He <laughs> was on the, the pit wall like once! Do you know when who I think we had is him? an underrated team principal? Alpha Romeo. Fred. Oh, Vassir. He seems like banter. I like Sometimes him. Sometimes the DNFs are mechanical. Sometimes they are Latifi you see that that <laughs> made in in the major pen like this weekend and he was just sort of like wrecking the place he was like knocking everything over he was like oh sorry he is
0: <laughs> chaotic know. can Let's he be him. our number two to Gunther yeah
1: yeah I like. That, I think he's
0: got big Gunther energy
1: he has Toto. I think get on but like Toto's got to be up there though hasn't he the holy trinity of team principals Total, yes, Fred yes. and Gunther
0: yeah because <laughs> yeah, I don't think there's anyone else that I'd necessarily put up there Mike Crack has got a great name <laughs> But that's pretty much all I've heard of him this season, is everyone taking the piss out of his name.
1: Yeah, no, I agree. Mike Crack. Mike Crack. (laughs) I agree, Mike Crack. (laughs) crack. It's just comedy gold, isn't it? (laughs) Incredible. Um, Going back to Sky, though, I think, to be fair, like, obviously, Ted's to blame. He shouldn't have been saying what he was going to say. But can you say that Sky... Are giving him that platform to say what he wants to say they're calling it ted's notebook that's essentially saying this is his thoughts this is his opinions you know? yeah so if you're asking someone for their thoughts he's going to tell you his biased thoughts they shouldn't be calling it ted's notebook if they don't want him to be sharing exactly what he's thinking and i think that's, that's a really, a very, really, really good, good point, point. yeah never i didn't even like think that. of that no I, no I didn't and i think
0: in a way i'm sure Because obviously he's part of the main event coverage as well. I'm sure he's made comments there, but the comment that seems to have really tipped Red Bull over the edge was the um, Lewis was robbed. And I do think it was taken out of context a little bit because he was talking about the plot of a movie and how it would be very dramatized, like Brad Pitt's film. We've said Brad Pitt in every single podcast episode we've got. I (laughs) I just want, I cannot wait for the day where I can stop saying Brad Pitt. Get Brad but,
1: Pitt on the podcast. We're giving him all this free publicity now. That'll be the end of it. Yeah, that'll be
0: that'll be the last time we ever say Brad Pitt's name. Is one of introducing him to the podcast, <laughs> asking his thoughts on thought Formula One, and we get to call him a DTS fan. Um, <laughs> but no, we'll see. He was talking about Brad Pitt's film, and he said, "Oh, the plot would go a bit like this, blah blah blah." And you know, there would be someone would get robbed of the title. And I was thinking, okay, that's obviously a dig. But it was when everyone was talking about it taken out of context, because if you'd just gone, if I'd gone off what I'd read on Twitter, I would have just thought that Ted basically just grabbed the microphone and was like, Lewis Hamilton was robbed in Abu Dhabi 2021. And he didn't like for like Kanye <laughs> Taylor Swift moment. <laughs> yeah. Max, I'm going to let you finish, but I just <laughs> want to say that Lewis's uh, streak of title wins was the best of all time.
1: <laughs> I saw someone say, oh, to, to be sorry, fair, on, I gone. think like for Red Bull, it's a combination of the little comments that he makes. And this yeah, one was just so like it, he's been he's been filling up this jug all year with his bad comments, and <laughs> it got to the, the point where it's overflowed. And Red Bull were like, "No, we've had enough. Like, you can stop now." I wouldn't. I wouldn't say it's a sack sackable of offence. I think no. like Warren said when we started this, it's a disciplinary.
2: Yeah, it's a, sack it's a cheeky disciplinary.
0: For Ted. It's a formal written warning, I think. Um, and then we'll just have to see what he's like in the next. I don't know if the boycott's
2: going to carry on. He said indefinitely did they so do we have any icks this <laughs> good question sorry. that was
0: my next question yes yes
2: yes go
0: on <laughs>
1: that, that is the voice of someone who has a big ick go for it I'm sorry but it's Lando <laughs> Sorry, Lando, you're going to be current. making an appearance as my ick every week. However, did you see that picture he posted on Instagram? And it looked like, remember when you was at school and you were too young for Facebook and all the 12-year-old boys would have topless pictures of themselves and they put their hands over their faces so you couldn't tell that they were <laughs> like underage? Um, that picture. <laughs> is it on Lando Sorry. JPEG or Lando's actual Instagram? Because I need to see this. It is on Lando's actual Instagram. Um okay, he's well, got okay. a hat on and he's got his hand over his face and I just looked at that and I thought 12 oh, year old oh, boy. Yeah he belongs on Bebo.
0: That's is his that's,
1: Pixo profile picture. That's
0: some Pixo shit. <laughs> <laughs> oh he's his top six um, on
1: my It's given your sorry, age. But who does he think he is? Two thousand and thirteen Justin Bieber? Like, stop. <laughs> sorry, Lando. Oh. It's a no from me. That's I can't it. believe
0: I hadn't seen that yeah. until now. So now I'm sorry. I'm sorry, I'm just gonna digest it on the podcast. Wow. Quarter no, sorry, half a million likes. Including me! I liked <laughs> it!
1: <laughs> no, no <Sarah>. stop.
2: <laughs> I've liked that the first, Sarah. <laughs> I don't remember liking it.
0: Oh gonna have to edit this out.
2: Why have I liked that? All that
1: late night liking. <laughs> Clearly, I was just in my feelings. Wow, and a woman. You See what I mean in like that style of picture? It's definitely yeah. like teenage boy on Bebo. I'm just gonna go with the storyline
0: that I must have liked it. Ironically, we've no got that, me yeah. on that. I must have just gone, haha, double tap, <laughs> and that's the story I'm sticking to. Anyway, that is a very valid dick of the week. Now I've actually looked at that in the light of day. Yeah yeah um I've got to go a little bit deeper with mine this week, unfortunately. Oh! Um, my ick of the week is whoever went through Pierre Gasly's bag in the paddock. You read my mind. <laughs> oh, that was my ick of the week. What yeah. on earth is going on in the House, of, the House of Commons? <laughs> in, the House of Commons. <laughs> in the in the Formula One paddock, what is going on? Who, in their right mind, was like? Oh, I'm guessing it was in the paddocks. They must have been privileged enough to have had that access and have, you know, I don't know, were they a guest of someone? I I don't know, did they pay to be there? But they were like, oh, whatever I've paid or whatever I've been gifted means that I must be allowed to go through a driver's personal effects. What the
1: fuck? In my opinion, I think the Mexico paddock was too crowded anyway. Yes. Yes. I think they let too many people in there. Have you seen that video and, of
2: Carlos running
1: and, like, everyone's yeah.
2: running behind him? It's it like the a zombie Carlos film video, or something. It's like,
1: awful. The Carlos video was horrendous. And I I think that was so bad. Like, I, I literally was like, can you even imagine being in that position where you've just, you know, got out your car, you want to go back to your paddock and you've got people like, I just think it's disrespectful.
2: Like,
1: yeah. people like, he's not stopping to pose for fi- pictures with them. They are just sticking their phone in his face. Like, if, if that, that woman a, got pushed into a bush yeah if, <laughs> if that was me and i was like oh i'm gonna have a picture with the driver it's not gonna be whilst they're running away from all the fans in the paddock yeah you want to be like and you
0: can see it in the photo can't you yeah. like
2: so why would you want to keep that
0: as of no, when you harassed someone you'd want to be you know like I mean?
2: hi please have a photo thank you you'd want to be like sticking a phone in someone's face like
0: yeah I, I I couldn't live like that. I, no. I don't know how they do it. And it definitely, like Corinne said, it's one of the worst I've seen, especially this season anyway. Like th- there was way too many people in there. I think there should be some sort of, and I don't know if there is. I've never, I've never been lucky enough to have a paddock pass. If anyone is listening and wants to give me a paddock pass. Um, or a pass, time. please. Thank I'm, you, going to, uh, I'm
1: going to Monaco next year just to just to throw that out there. So Corinne's going to get me a paddock pass. Anyway, <laughs> 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 um, if, if, I don't know the rules, but
0: is there not some sort of like etiquette that they have to follow? And if they don't follow, it, they get kicked out? Because I would say be. that chasing drivers like that and and going through their bags is enough
2: to, to warrant not ever going to a Formula One race again, I think. I think it was bad. It was bad, obviously, that Pierre had his sort of bag rifled through, or at least opened. But then the fact his passport was in there, like, that is so dangerous. I didn't hear that. Yeah, his passport was in there he mm-hmm. could
1: have had um here we go I'm what, what's Pierre Gasly
0: it? got in his bag
2: go on tell us
1: <laughs> uh, let's right there. he could have had anything in his bag and like someone put in there why would you put your hand in there like I don't understand what someone was trying to achieve like by doing no, that and
0: I think we're really lucky with Pierre because he does engage with his fans a lot and gives us a lot more than some drivers and if we carry on acting like that then we're not going to have that anymore. And that kind of brings me on to the Lando thing. I don't know if you ladies saw, but Lando was doing this fan experience on like a Zoom call and someone decided to put pornographic material on. So Lando saw it. And I don't know about you, but I think that's sexual harassment.
1: Yeah, it is. I think it's It's disrespectful. Like fans are going to lose access to the drivers. Not not that we have a right to have access to the drivers. Like we we we're privileged to be able to have this access to the drivers. You know, but it's gonna get to a point where you don't, you know, like like in football, like it's very rare that things like this like happen in football. Like footballers don't engage with their fans like not as much as drivers do. Yeah. But it's gonna end up to the point. If the fans keep behaving in the way that they are, you know, with this Lando thing, this Pierre thing, the way that they treated Carlos. It's going to get to a point where paddock passes are going to become yes, yes, they are already a privilege because I mean, am I ever going to be able to afford one in my life? Probably not. But it's going to get to a point where they put a stronger restriction than just the price. Yeah, um, and that's that's and, a very
0: strong restriction. But I think I, I wouldn't
2: blame them necessarily.
1: No,
2: I think because I saw, money doesn't stop these people. I saw an article and it was I think it was Pierre talking, and it was also Landor and Danny talk about it all. And they were sort of saying, in what other sports are you able to get an autograph and a photo with someone minutes before they do their sport? And it's also, yeah, you could with a footballer and that, but it's not as dangerous as getting in a car and driving at the excess speed that they drive in. And they have to be in that mindset. And it's like if someone sort of puts them off that mindset as they're about to get in a car, it could like I'm not being dramatic, but it could have sort of serious complications for them.
1: Yeah, one hundred, and for everyone around them as
2: well.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, one one comparison, football. we Well, we were saying, like, when we was at the pub watching yesterday, one of the comparisons is, can you imagine, like, at a football match, the fans were allowed, had more access than what they do in the stadium, and you just had fans gathered outside the changing rooms? Running like, on, on the, the pitch. pitch. Yeah, yeah well, that's happened past, recently, run on the pitch. You know, their private area where they're having food and stuff, you're not allowed there in football. No. So fans shouldn't take it for granted. They shouldn't behave like that just because they can. Yeah, I'm sure, I'm sure in that article, Lando said they should have,
2: like, people should sign a waiver before they get paddock passes, saying that we will sort of, t- like, treat the drivers with respect and sort of treat them. How would we want to be treated and not sort of harass them? And then if it happened, one striking you are out. Yeah, I'm shocked that that's not already a thing. It should it should happen because. Like, I feel like, obviously, manifesting that one day I do get in the paddock. Like, you treat people with just decency; it's not hard. Like, yeah, they are these people that we sort of love watching on a weekly basis, but they just a bunch of twenty lads that are just doing the jobs at the end of the day. That owe us both, nothing. Yeah, they do, they go they going to work, and it's like they're like they should have the like the respect that they deserve, sort of not being harassed or physically pushed or pulled or getting a phone shoved in front of the face like it's not good minutes after getting into or getting out of a formula one card that you know yeah
0: yeah because it
2: takes one person to well in the best way to take the piss and then it ruins it for everyone else and we're already so so lucky and
0: we're lucky that they even do these zoom events yeah that they carried that on after COVID. I think it was a really good idea. Obviously it was brought in because of COVID. And I think it's really good. idea because not everyone can fly around the world. So being able to meet your drivers like virtually and then giving up time to do that is okay. Yeah. They get paid for media duties, whatever as part of their contract, but if they really didn't want
2: to, they just wouldn't. Yeah, definitely. They've got the power not to, so they still decide they want to. So people shouldn't take advantage of that, their platform and having that access. 100%.
0: 100%.
2: Right. That was your ick. That was- <laughs> yeah, so Eden, do you have a more well, light hearted ick of the week? <laughs> right, yeah, I do actually, right? It's quite a niche one, right? We Go love that. back to the whole Alonzo Lewis beef, the fact that Lewis probably sat in his motorhome, in his hotel room with Angela, having a little a Diet Coke, other beverages are available... And he's Googled Lewis Hamilton, Fernando Alonso, 2007 podium and gone on Google, saved a picture of himself and uploaded it. See, I don't find that icky. I find it oh, fucking hilarious. I think it's hilarious, but it's <laughs> a bit like uh, like the fact he's like Googled himself. I don't know. <laughs> We've all that, done it. We've all done is, it. Yeah, that, that could, I think that could be a lighthearted or Yeah, that's a lighthearted hearted That's dick. it. I think George Russell's been sort of let off quite light this week with me actually no can we also put forward um i would have rammed him off the track can yeah I put that as an nick that was a nick um and any form of nick. any form of small sock <laughs> i was just gonna say i've um just gone on twitter there and obviously we can cut this out with a podcast um number one trending on my twitter is and i quote karen horner as it... in christine horner is being a karen why what's he done what's i he don't said? know i think it's just trending I oh, nothing. I don't, I don't think nothing. It's just, just couple... calling them out. Yeah, just I have just went on number one trending. It says Karen Horner. Oh, Ted's my number one trending. Oh, so it could what be a different. Uh, one.
1: Mine... Maybe maybe we should compare all our trending Twitters every week.
2: Yeah. Have you seen is... one has
1: done like a Halloween themed grid.
2: Oh God! Yeah, but they haven't they only done the first ten, which I think is yeah they've done the teams. <laughs>
1: Mine's uh, <she laughs> the shoe and Schumacher is Oh, it's weird how it's different for everyone, isn't it? And um, Strictly Feud erupts between the judges. Oh, I saw that as well. I haven't looked into that yet. I don't know what's going the on. It's all drama, Mick. I um, love it. It's
2: all drama, I love it.
1: I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's me that's me if ever i meet mick i'm just gonna make him stand it's there and drama, record a mick. tiktok with me of me going <laughs> it's all the drama mick i just love it and he's gonna be so confused but i'm gonna be living my best life I you're just not mick- even gonna tell him about it beforehand you're just gonna see what he does i reckon mick's yes. true loves Governor Stacey.
2: <laughs> do you think he's a Governor Stacey kind of guy oh yeah definitely why not uh, i don't know i haven't really thought about it do you think i don't know I feel like you'd enjoy Governance us I bet George Russell loves Mrs. Brown's boys. Oh, all he feels and arses. Yes. <laughs> oh, Delvoy. Lewis <laughs> is like, shut up, George.
0: I think that's pretty much it from us this week. Um, again, apologies v- a lot for the tech issues that we've had. Um some of us have moved about, we've got someone in a hotel room. So things have been a little bit difficult and I'm sure that editing this, you probably just listened to that and thought that sounds chaotic. It is. Um, As always, please please follow our Instagram, follow our Twitter, which we're kind of just getting used to, and follow our TikTok. If you go to our Insta, which is at talk the talk pod, if you get it the right way round, which some of us can't, whack that in in our bio there is a link to our link tree and then that's got pretty much everything on there so you can just have a little look have a browse give us a follow on whatever platforms that you use obviously there's a bit of a gap now um the next race is on the 13th in brazil so we'll probably at some point next week have a little chat about brazil do a little preview um and we've also got a lot of other ideas up our sleeve that we'll probably pull one out of the bag um, one of our off season ideas just to keep you guys entertained and mainly to keep us entertained too. So we will see you at some point next week. um, but in the meantime, make sure you subscribe to our Spotify just so we know how many of you are listening. Bye guys.